0: We're back. Fucking Brave Podcast. Whoop, whoop. We are drinking the identical thing that we drank in the On Setting Expectations podcast because we're doing these back to back tonight.
1: So I'm still drinking a Cosmo with oranges and ginger beer.
0: And I am still drinking a mocktail with ginger beer, cranberry juice, lime, and a total water. And I still have a water. Deliciousness. <laughs> so, previously we talked about setting expectations. <laughs> All well and good. But what happens when you have to shift expectations? Ones that have been set, Previously. And ones you've made up in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Which Michaela and I are particularly good at. Oh, I'm so good at making up expectations in my head. You know who's the best at it in this house? Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln just decides
1: how the world is going to work. Yeah, he just, like, fabricates these, like, illusions of how the world... Is, does anybody else's 10-year-old do this?
0: And then you're like... He's like, he's like anyway, so... It, in, in three years, cars are going to walk and people are going to drive. Like, shit like that. And you're like, where did you come up with that? And he's like, but it's going to happen.
1: Okay. No, I actually have a really great one. I took him. He, he, had, uh, he was, like, really sore. He had crushed it at soccer practice and pushed through the soreness. And it was a weekend and we had to run a couple errands and he did great. And so I was like, great. I'm going to, like, you know, reward him because – he did awesome, and so I took him to Krispy Kreme Donuts, which is something we never do. <laughs> we go into Krispy Kreme Donuts, and he asked me, so he gets, like, amount of sweets for the day, whatever. He's like, how many sweets is this worth? I was like, dude, this is, like, your sweet for the day. Like, you don't need to have more than this. And all of a sudden, he's like, okay, so on the weekends, I can substitute a donut for my sweets, and I can only have it on the weekends, and we can do it every weekend.
0: And it was just, <laughs> like, a, like a made-up... I mean, at least he was communicating his expectations. There's at least
1: <laughs> that. It was just like this made-up, like, rule book on donut eating. And I was like, what? No, no, we're just doing this today. Like, this is just a fluke. <laughs> so he definitely had to shift his expectations. Yeah.
0: With Lincoln, shifting expectations usually comes with much gnashing of teeth. And sometimes tears.
1: Frequently. Mostly whining. Lots of whining. I'm in this whining phase right now. I'm really over it. Anyways. Um, but what does it feel
0: like for you, Michaela, to have to shift expectations? Let's talk about the fabricated ones. Okay. I want to hear what it's like for you to shift your fabricated expectations.
1: I think the hardest piece for me about shifting my fabricated expectations is that I don't realize that I had expectations. And then when these, like, expectations that I didn't realize that I had aren't met, it's, like, it's really hard. It's crushing. It's crushing. You're like, but, like, it was supposed to go this way. And I didn't even realize that that was what I thought was going to happen. And then I think what comes after the, like, realization that the expectation is not going to be met or hasn't been met is sort of um I'm really good at beating myself up and I get like mad at myself for having thought that it was, that whatever was happening was going to go a certain way. And that, and then I like, then I look inwardly and like, like beat myself up about it.
0: Yeah. That's not such an inward process. That's definitely an outward process too.
1: Mm. No,
0: (laughs) in my head it's inward. (laughs) You get very apologetic. I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I just, I just wanted this to happen and, and I'm sorry for ever thinking that this should happen this way. And
1: yeah, that's, that's a little bit of what I observed. I'm trying to think of like an actual example. You probably have better ones than I do actually, but I think of them.
0: Yeah. Think about, I not. this isn't so recent, but in, in not so distant past, um, me taking pictures on the beach of you. Had expectations about how you thought that was going to go, how long I was going to stand on the beach. I think you have—correct me if I'm wrong—expectations about the types of pictures that we'll get. Have had this isn't recent. I yeah. would say like like give it a year ago. You right, and then shifting those expectations because I didn't get the shot. I decided I was done standing on the beach. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you have a really hard time with that. Mm -hmm. And rightfully so. I mean, that's hard to shift that expectation. What about you? I never have trouble shifting
1: my expectations. That's just a flat out lie. (laughs) You are. (laughs) The one that comes to mind in particular (laughs) is our little debacle with the paddleboard in Mount Washington. That I think is the first time that I really remember uh, in our relationship you having to like drastically shift your expectations. Yeah. That is like the first time I remember there being like a thing about it. Do yeah. you want to elaborate on the situation from oh my your God. perspective? Because your perspective is very different than mine. I,
0: Michaela, and I were babies in our relationship. It, like, weeks. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to tell the story about it someday Maybe. Um, not today but I had my method for escaping the difficult situation that I had constructed for myself in my life was I had bought myself a paddle board and I paddled as much as I could wherever I could and the more remote and cool the better um, but mostly, I just wanted to be on my paddleboard. And I had to go to Bend for work. And I invited Michaela to come along with me. And I. You want to
1: pause for just a second? In
0: that rumble. Brrrr.
1: That's not going to sound good on the audio. So I invited Michaela to come along
0: with me. And we were driving from Eugene to Bend. And and I had to be at the location that I had to be in Bend by a certain time. I envisioned driving a vehicle to the lake, getting out of the car, putting paddle boards in the water, paddling around, and getting back in the car and driving to Bend.
1: (laughs) That was not what
0: happened. Michaela picked a lake that was still fucking under snow. And we get to this, like, to turn in to go to the lake, and there's this barrier of snow. And I was like, that's fine. Like, we're out, like,
1: really? (laughs) (laughs) That's annoying. After quiet hours, dude. I think it's time. Yeah. Okay. So we get
0: to this barrier of snow. And I was like, okay, this isn't happening. Like, we can't get over this. That's fine. Let's just move on with our day. Let's either go find somewhere else to paddle or, like, let's just be done. The motherfucker gets out of the car, (laughs) fucking shovel, and starts moving this brick of ice that's raised high to make enough room to go over it with her car. And she succeeds. Brap. (laughs) And then we start driving because it was dry pavement on the other side start driving and then we get into snow and then more snow and i was like i'm i'm, I'm out and I, I i like see my paddling time dwindling as we're approaching the time that we need to be
1: i'm, I'm leaving for bed when, when we're talking snow we're talking like two foot ruts in slushy like i don't know in retrospect how we didn't get stuck i don't either <laughs> be there in the first place tell me how you really feel oh my god so anyway we get close to the lake and i'm done and the lake is mostly
0: frozen (laughs) no Michaela then like she won't quit she won't quit she's like let's let's take the paddle boards off and we'll just drag into the lake and i'm like i'm i'm fucking done at this point i think i was in shorts and flip-flops too you had actual shoes you were in your vans i I was the one that only had flip-flops
1: Right, but I was definitely
0: in shorts and a tank top. Drag these motherfucking paddle
1: boards. Yeah, I rigged them up with some like climbing stuff. Oh my stuff. god, it was you guys!
0: So we get out there, and it's like we need to leave forty-five minutes ago to get to Bend on time. <laughs> at this point, and you know, I'm terrified the car is going to get stuck. So, anyways, paddle on this like There's an epic picture. If you want to see it, we can put it in the show notes. Whatever. But man, shifting those expectations of what my day of paddling was going to look like—come on, it's like one of the coolest pictures you've ever had. It is a really cool paddling. picture. I think I would have preferred to have spent time paddling. <laughs> that was that was a shifting expectations if there ever was one. And we fought after that, the whole way to Bend. Oops! You, you thought I was going to leave you? Yeah. You should have.
1: <laughs> you would have saved yourself a lot, of, a lot of trouble. Yeah. I don't know, shifting expectations,
0: particularly those uncommunicated expectations is extremely painful.
1: I think it's interesting because then I think back on that experience and then kind of sort of put that same light on more recent experiences with you in particular. One thing that I've noticed is that in the moment, you just kind of like put your head down and get through it. And then it's after the fact that you like have a, have a meltdown about it. Yeah. And I think that's hard for me because it's like, I feel like it's like punishing a dog after you get home and they, you know, got into your garbage when you left the house at 8 a.m. and it's like 5 p.m. and you're getting mad at them for getting the garbage out all over the house and they don't know what you're mad at them for. That's a little how it feels on my end. Because it's not like in the moment where you're like, I feel really upset. Like, like there's not like the communication that you like are having to shift expectations.
0: Yeah, and I think kind of like where you don't realize that you had expectations to begin with, I don't think I'm realizing in those moments that I'm shifting my expectations.
1: For sure. You realize after that you had to shift expectations.
0: Well, right, because everyone is like a quarter of a degree. Right. And then all of a sudden... You've shifted 180 degrees. (laughs) We are no longer paddling. (laughs) (laughs) And I am very grumpy. Yeah. Because I didn't get my yayas out. Yeah. 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 Shifting expectations sucks.
1: <laughs> so, what do, what do we do to help it go a little bit smoother? Well, we set expectations, which yeah. if you haven't listened to part one,
0: <laughs> definitely go back and listen to setting expectations. It saves us a lot of heartache. What happens? What do, what do we do when we. What do you do when you realize that you had expectations and they have gone unmet or just completely
1: deviated? I feel like I take a lot of deep breaths and I apologize.
0: This. <laughs> but is that the most useful?
1: No, you're just asking what I do. I feel like that's what I do. <laughs>
0: oh. Sorry, I'm a piece of shit. Yes. I, thought, I thought things were going to go Sorry. this way
1: and they didn't go that way. So I'm a piece of shit for thinking that. Yeah, I'm a bad person now. <laughs> oh my god. My um, no, I think when I do it well, which is rare... <laughs> I think I I think I do take deep breaths. I think that that's yeah. true. I think that there's an element of like taking deep breaths and I think I have a conversation with myself that goes along the lines of it's okay. Like not everything works out and if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be and there will uh, most of the time what I'm shifting expectations about is around something that there will be another opportunity. And I think if that's not the case, like if it's something that's like there's never gonna be another chance again, um, I think I usually take some time. Like I ask for space. I think I I yeah you do that for sure. And like I need you to just like let me be. Let me have my feelings because I think sometimes there's an element of I don't know that you're trying to fix it, but you're you're trying to point out the fact that I had expectations that were unreasonable. (laughs) And I just, like, don't need it in that moment. I'm, like, I need some space to just, like, have my feelings and to shift my expectations where I'm not being mean. And I feel like I've asked for space in the past in a way that feels clear to me and maybe I wasn't clear. And you haven't given me that space. And then that's when, like, things go really bad. really bad. Yeah. Uh,
0: I want to point out something that you said. Um, You said where you're not being mean. What happens sometimes when you're tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, I think that sometimes when I'm having to shift my expectations I definitely get a little grumpy. <laughs> Don't we all though? And stompy. And I think I think it's I think I lash out. Like I'm I'm upset, you know, and I'm having to shift my expectations and it's a lot easier to blame somebody else for not meeting my expectations than just to look inward and say I had expectations that maybe weren't reasonable or I didn't communicate or, you know, that's it's easier to just say, well, it's your fault. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: you didn't do it right. You didn't take the pictures. Why did you keep fucking driving in the snow? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't very nice after that trip. No, yeah. I was pretty grumpy. Yeah. I think one of the um, – things that we're really good about with link but not as good about with each other is that space that you talk about of just like we let lincoln cry or be upset um, we tell him a lot like you're welcome to be mad you just can't be mean you know or like sad
1: it's fine you're know, like have your feelings yeah. And that, I think that I just, a lot of times I just need to have my feelings and move through them. And I think sometimes when there's like a lot going on, there's not that space to do that. And that's really hard for me for sure. And I've gotten better about recognizing that and asking for space. And space can... is not always given, but I think you're getting better about giving me. You're recognizing that I need that space.
0: Yeah, I think it's something that we're both getting better about
1: It's funny. communicating it actually are... around. It reminds me when I was a teenager, and I would get into fights with my mom, and I would, like, storm upstairs in my room, and I just needed space. I just needed to, like, have my feelings. Like, I was going to come around, but then she'd, like, follow me into my room, and nothing drove me more crazy because I, like, I needed space. I needed to just, like, have my feelings, and she wanted to fix it, and there was no fixing it. It was just, like, having to move through it, and I think that that still holds true to this day. Yeah. Like, I just need to, like, storm off. And, like, have my feelings, and then I can come around and be a nice human again.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, shifting expectations is really difficult.
1: You know, one of the things we haven't talked about yet is shifting expectations when they've been set and not met. Yeah, I feel like I'm a lot better about that. Like, I feel
0: like if there's been a conversation about expectations, and then we're like not on track to meet them, I feel like I don't devolve (laughs) as much as when the expectations haven't been communicated. Like there's already that open line of communication and this like, oh, like we're clearly not going to meet these expectations or Mm -hmm. does that make sense? For sure. Like there's already been a conversation around it. Do you feel that way? Or am I making that up?
1: Yeah, I think I agree. Because there's already an open dialogue around the expectations. And so I think it, it it translates into a continued conversation around the expectations. And I think it also allows, like, let's just say you set expectations and I didn't meet them. It allows me to also say, I'm sorry, I didn't meet your expectations. Mm-hmm. There's, like, some acknowledgement that the expectations weren't met. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you move through... Shifting expectations, partly. <laughs> Tell me more.
0: Um, well, actually, I was just thinking of of something kind of along this line of like shifting expectations, and I think about times where I've thought things are going to go a certain way, and they don't go a certain way, but then I'm asked to go the not certain way. Say, for example, I'm getting ready to leave the beach, and I'm like, I'm like done. <laughs> Poor Michaela. She has to live with somebody who when they're done, I'm I'm just done. Like I'm I'm done. Don't want to be here anymore. Um
1: and it's very abundantly clear to it everybody.
0: Is, I'm done. Um
1: look at you, you're like crawling out of your skin thinking about being done.
0: Yeah. So then if you come up to me and you're like, would you just stay and take pictures for 10, 15 minutes? This happened the other day. This did happen the other day. i I see you and I know it's important and I want to dig deep and do the thing. But I just every time fail at <laughs> miserably.
1: I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you like opt in to that and then you like do it half assed because you're done and then it's just like none of it's pretty. You're, like, not getting your expectations met and also, like, doing a poor job at it. At not, at, like, shifting. It's just, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good about my boundaries, I guess, in that sense.
0: We should talk about boundaries at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not great at that. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with shifting my expectations in general, but I feel like I maybe have fewer constructed expectations.
1: Am I making that up? Or do you do a better job of communi- communicating your expectations?
0: I think I'm probably just more practiced and aware and communicate my expectations more readily just because
1: that's out of, like, my own self-preservation. Right. I don't think that makes. I don't feel like I spend better or good. Well, I don't think I spend nearly the kind of time you do setting expectations. Nobody spends the amount of time that they do in
0: that your head as I do, (laughs) which is fine. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to hear from you guys. What What does it look like for you when you have to shift your expectations, constructed or you know, collaborated?
1: I'm super curious. Yeah, it's certainly not pretty in this house.
0: But we're working on it. I feel like it's something that, like, I want to do better. I want to improve. You and I have this say this all the time after we've had a spat of, like, let's do better. I want to do better. I want to – and I think even having this conversation is helpful and further and strengthens our relationship.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just give me some damn space, it's all your fault. See? <laughs> you just
0: read the room a little bit and realize where I'm at and not ask me to do difficult shit when I'm already done. <laughs> <I> <laughs> promise we have a healthy relationship. I think it's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh. Well, yeah. I know about our expectation issues.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't recommend... Having to shift them, just set them ahead of time. Although then you still have to shift them. Be flexible. Yeah, there's that. Be flexible. Ask for what you need. Mm, Early and often. Mm -hmm. Trust the people around you.
0: And if you don't trust them, find new people. (laughs) Yeah. That. For sure. Love you, little wild ones. Love you lots. Stay brave.
1: Wait, what? Stay stay wild. Stay brave. Mmm. Stay fucking wild and brave. Cheers. Whoa, there we go. We just blend it together. Perfect.